Welcome back to Drag Time with Hecklina. We're so happy to have you on this recent installment. I know you Sideshow fans are here for one thing and one thing only, and we've got it. It's the reunion of Fernando and Greg. I mean, no, it's... Um, oh. <laughs> it is It is Greg Cheryl, but first, first, thank you for tuning in and telling everybody about our show. One thing that helps us grow our show is when you rate us and create reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's working. We have tons of five-star reviews. And one little asshole made a one-star review. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Well, here's, 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 here's Mark. Fernando. <laughs> here's, Mark's, here's Mark's little joke. I wonder who it was. Uh, thank you guys for the tips. You can find us on Cash App as Dragtime or visit dragtimewithheclina.com to find other ways to support us, including Patreon. Uh, so I've kind of shamed all you guys um, on social media. If, if Mark doesn't get some money soon, we're, the, the, Mark has said the podcast is going to go away. Isn't that right, Mark? <laughs> oh, I did not. <laughs> we, have a few, we have a few regular supporters that help us keep the lights on. A big thank you to them. When you contribute at one time or join the Patreon for Drag Time, you're helping Mark pay for web hosting for our podcast files. And our domain, I'm sorry, this is so boring, Greg. Our website, the recording platform for audio and video captures, and the audio and video editing platforms Mark uses to make us sound, well, good. Uh, so send us a couple <laughs> bucks if you can. And <laughs> enjoy the show anyway if you can't. So people are really hurting these days, and we're just happy to be bringing you this fun diversion from all the madness. Now to talk to somebody who's definitely not hurting, living up in his mansion, up in uh, – <laughs> Up, up in what is it? Corona Heights. What are we calling this? Where Corona Heights. Down- it's just so it's so horribly named right now. Coronavirus. <laughs> I live in Corona Heights. <laughs> It is give awful. It up, give it up for last at last. Give it up for Greg Cheryl after all those announcements. So why don't you tight wads give some money to this poor drag queen who can't perform in live spaces right now because of COVID? Give her money so she can live. The listeners right. are, 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 well, we found out our listeners are very fun, but they're also very poor. Now, poor people are fun, but we need a couple of, <laughs> we, we need a couple of, uh, a couple of the rich, our rich listeners to contribute uh, to our podcast. Anyway, enough about all that. So last time I saw Greg Cheryl, uh, me and Greg and Sandra tried to go out to dinner. Um, this was last week. We were going to have our big get together after I've been away for months down in Palm Springs and we got a rude awakening when we went to our restaurant in Daly City. So yeah, we Joseph have- Westlake. <laughs> Joseph Westlake, we we got there and they were like, didn't y'all get the memo? Last week they stopped all indoor dining. Get out of here. Well, I don't know why they took my reservation. Like open table may anyway, whatever. Greg was furious until thankfully I- original Joe's sells martinis to go. Oh um, my God. And they're so good. And I had, so we ordered food and we waited outside um, for the food to be made, but they sell martinis. So I had one while we waited and then two more in the car. In, in yeah, the car. Um, I'm not going to lie. I mean, they sell them and I was sipping on, <laughs> on a, I mean, it took me back to like, you know, my college days, which is what I'm <laughs> proud of, that I was the passenger, and yes, I was sipping on a martini in your car as you drove. Oh, that's all right. Who cares these days? We got bigger fish to fry. That's um, true. And you were driving. I wasn't. So then we got back to your place, and we had a lovely meal, and then, well, 
I'm not going to go into the boring details. We played poker and hung out and whatever, but it was the first time we'd hung out in, in a long time. Wasn't it wonderful spending the evening with me? Well, you had just been at my house, what, a week before that, delivering a meal? Well, that's different. But we didn't get to hang out because you were all over town. But yeah, it was actually really fun. And we played blackjack. I have a whole poker set here. And it was really fun, except you didn't um, put in your real money. Nobody did. I was too. Nobody oh, did. But, but, oh, but listen, you, I lent you money. You did. You lent me some chips. But you know what, Heclina, I have to say, Friday morning, I was kind of hungover. Well, I started, you know, I, I don't drink, but I, was, I started making cocktails for the two of you, at least for Sandra. Yeah, um, you make the drinks for Sandra. It was a, you, know, very good. you have a very extensive liquor cabinet, except I was trying to make her like some kind of weird martini and I couldn't find. No, I was trying to make her like a Cosmo and there was this weird red liqueur in your cabinet. I don't know what the hell it was, but I put it in there and she almost spat out her drink. It's but, because uh, a Cosmo, it needs like cranberry juice to go with the sweetness. <laughs> and that red liqueur was this like German fireball, cinnamon, like German cinnamon fireball kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. So you have, unlike all these other people who are destitute and, and you know, and soup, going, going to soup kitchens and lining up for free food, you have been basically living like Riley during this whole thing. You're still still working on your morning shows, but you're working from home. Tell us about Big Bay mornings and how they're different right now for you. I mean, your, your commute is certainly much easier. Uh, and that's why I can get drunk on a Thursday night now where I couldn't before because literally my commute is 15 steps from my bedroom to the couch. And I actually love working from home. Big Bay mornings on 99.7 now. Um is really about the same, except for the fact that we just don't go to the radio station, but we're doing all of our same things. You know, I know you are really familiar with the love trap, our biggest bit on the show where we catch Bay Area cheaters. Cause I told you yesterday I had to work on some stuff for that. And you said, what's that? <laughs> and I was well, like, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in once in a while. I never listen to your show. You know that. Uh, Heclina. What? Maybe if you you played Bjork or somebody, I would. Oh, yeah. That's our number one uh, rotator right now. That's the number one um, (laughs) song is Bjork. Bjork, Does she have new music? Your number one song is Bjork. That's not a song. (laughs) Isn't your your playlist Bjork and Bugsy Malone or whatever his name is? you, Nipsey Russell? No. Oh, post. Oh, no. post Malone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Greg, so tell, we do gr- play tell a- Grandma about Post Malone. <laughs> we do play a lot of Post Malone. You would like Post Malone, though. He's completely tatted up. He loves to get drunk. He loves to party. Um, and, well, you know, he just likes to have a good time. After you shamed me for not knowing who Bugsy Malone was, I went and I downloaded. I downloaded his his music. I've been listening to it. Isn't it um, good? I mean, the album is really good. It is, but is does it does it make me an old person that both his music and the Weekend's new album, every song to me sounds the same? Is does that make me does that make me old? 
You mean all of Post Malone's songs sound the same and all of The Weeknd's or Post Malone's and The Weeknd sound the same? No, no, no. I mean, every song on their respective albums sound oh, the same. Well, Post Malone has a distinctive sound, so I don't blame you for that. Um, I don't think that all The Weeknd's music sounds the same, but I mean, he's pretty distinctive as well. He's got a kind of a distinctive sound. It's good, so I'm not old then. Okay, good. I, no, you're not old. And what about Lady Gaga's new album? It's pretty amazing. It is. It is amazing. I downloaded that one, too. And every song sounded the same to me. It's all, I mean, it's it's all it's all great music. It's like great party music, you know, but um, what is this with you downloading everything? You know, don't you just stream it like off of Apple Music or one of the streaming services? Why are you downloading everything? Sorry, let, let me rephrase that. I'm streaming it off of Apple Music. Oh, yes. or yeah. I thought are you buy are you buying the cassette tapes? <laughs> I'm making I'm making mixtapes, mixed cassette tapes. And I just listened to them. Yes. I kind of miss those days. Don't you miss those days when we used to do that? I mean, it was so fun. Well, don't you remember the biggest the biggest compliment anybody could give you was to make a mixtape for you. That well, was you like- I used to do that for straight guys I had crushes on. Oh my god. And what what did they do? Let you suck them off immediately? No, they gay bashed me. Oh, well. <laughs> they beat me up. Well, and then, you, but you kept doing it. Yeah, yeah, I kept doing it over and over and over again. <laughs> well, the good thing is when they bashed me, they hit me with their penises. So uh, oh, it was a mission accomplished for me. <laughs> okay, so I have to um, forgive our listeners right now. Gay bashing is not okay. I, I, I got to apologize to our listeners. Gay bashing, ignore everything Greg is saying. It's not okay. No, it's not okay, but they did it to me. I didn't do it to somebody. What are we? What am I apologizing for? But but you enjoyed it. What are I mean? Are we that politically correct now? Are we so over the top that I can't make a joke about getting gay bashed in high school? Oh my god! Don't you know the climate we're living in right now? My I do, but I'm talking about myself. So speaking of straight men, how is where how is it working with Benny? I love working with Benny. To- I really do. Yes, you always are trying to start something. I know you're trying to get some going, so finish your question. As opposed to the person you worked with for 30 years, Fernando. (laughs) 15. Um, I love working with Benny. I mean, it really, it's like, you know, it's like an injection of, of new, fresh energy. It's just something different. I mean... You know, I mean, uh, we had great 14 years with the Fernando and Greg show, and it's been a great last two years with Benny. And Benny and I have a lot in common. We both Mm -hmm. enjoy alcohol way too much. Mm -hmm. We both... We both uh, like to have a good time and go to liquid lunches during the week. That's the thing I miss the most. We no longer have our, like... We used to have a standing Thursday... Martini lunch. Standing. And we can't do that are, anymore. Are, are, you sure, are, are you sure it was standing? It um, started standing, but you know, by, <laughs> by four o'clock I was flat on my back and unfortunately alone. But you obviously still socialize a lot with Fernando and Jeremy, so tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've driven up to Sonoma to see them. I am, I am trying to start shit. I'll stop right now. <laughs> you really are. Okay, so especially um, Jeremy, he's such a pleasure to be around. I, I would move heaven and earth. I would move heaven and earth just to spend a weekend with him. 
Do you remember that you remember that time Jeremy fell over at, at Oasis and cracked his skull oh, open? Oh my God. So that was one of the craziest things ever. We were doing a Pride promotion. Yeah, it was during Pride. It was a Budweiser promotion or something like that. Yeah, and we had it by the downstairs bar, and y'all had another event coming in. I think our event was like 6 to 8 or 5 to 7, something like that. Ours was a happy hour. But you had another event coming in after ours. So you guys said, okay, y'all, I need your crew to move up to the rooftop. Um, So as we were all moving up to the rooftop, all of a sudden there was this thud, like poof. And I was already on the stairs, and I look down. Jeremy is flat, like, laid out. Blood is gushing from his head. Fernando, of course, is in hysterics, crying like a woman. Like, just... And I think their trainer was there or something. I mean, there were all these people were around. Hecklina had already gone to the rooftop. So I... When I kept going up because it's Heclina's club. And I, I think it was Sandra and I that said, no, it was my friend Patty. We were like, you need to go downstairs. Jeremy fell, hit his head, and is bleeding. And you were like, mm, he'll be fine. Well, okay. <laughs> you didn't even want to go downstairs and check. I'm like, this could be your liability. This could be something going on here. I remember it very vividly. And I was I was up there talking to Sandra and you guys came in. You were like, no, maybe it wasn't Sandra. It was so I think I was talking. You know who I was talking to? I was talk, talking to the hot, straight guy who was working the promotions <laughs> for the Budweiser. Uh, and, oh, uh, yeah. That's why you didn't want to go downstairs. And you came over to me and you're like, you guys, you're not going to believe this. Jeremy just fell down and we have to call the ambulance. And I was like, oh, he's. He'll be fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> and But I went down there. I, I didn't really believe you, but sure enough, I went down there, and there he was, just happy as a clam, laying down on the floor with his, his head cracked open. Yeah, I was like, there's blood everywhere. You have to go, like, do something. And you just saunter down there, like, without a care in the world. I mean, I definitely... Well, I, you know what? I don't ever have to worry if there's an emergency that you're going to overreact. Like you are definitely- it was, Well, it was very inconvenient in that moment for him to do that. And, uh, and also, can I just say a little bit his fault? Because he did not eat and he, he was like running and jogging. He was wearing jogging outfit or something weird like that. So, so it, was, it was prior, it was months prior to their wedding. And of course, these two decided they would like kill themselves, like to starve themselves um, oh, and work out constantly to try to look good at their wedding. And like, so he came to the club right after he worked out and didn't eat and had a beer and literally fell over and passed out. Very selfishly, I think. Yeah, it was very kind of real Yes, exactly. And you know what happened after that? You know what happened after that? There was such a commotion. I had just bought this really new cool jacket in Portland. And in the commotion, I left it under the promotions table and it ended up getting stolen. So I guess oh. he owes me like $150. He owes you a lot more than that, according to you. <laughs> wow. Like, hun- like, Ann, 
add like a hundred, like add a hundred thousand dollars to that hundred and fifty, and you can call it even. Shady the clown. That that would be your clown name. Let's talk about sex that we're not having in quarantine. Have you broken your quarantine at all, Greg? Be honest. No, Hecklina. Of course I haven't. Not even one time. No, Hecklina. Of course I haven't. Okay, let's 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 go back in time to where you just said you you ha- you can't help but being truthful all the time. No, I said um, shady. <laughs> I don't always tell the truth, but I'm always shady. <laughs> well, did you at least wear a hazmat suit when you had sex? No, Hecklina, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this this seems to be going, this is going down a slippery slope right here, literally. Uh, so, so I won't talk. Dr. Fauci said, this is not, not that I did this, I'm just saying. Dr. Fauci said, if you could find a one, one person and you know you've both been quarantining and you trust each other, that if you must have intimacy, that would be the safest way to do it. If you're well, not sure. quarantined well, sure. with that person. Well, of course. Uh, well, yeah. we talked about this a little bit too with Juki, like negotiating mm-hmm. sex during the time of quarantine is just like negotiating sex any other time. Like everybody gets to consent, everybody gets to disclose or have a level of disclosure they'll accept or not accept, and then you just do the thing and you know sure, you take but, on the uh, risk. But, but even even the act, like they they say, the Centers for, for Disease Control said that that glory holes are safe, but that I mean to to access a glory hole, you have to leave your house. Go to a dirty bookstore where there's people around, unless <laughs> un, unless you make one and you have it in your house. But Wait, I mean, <laughs> when did they say this? And why were they talking about glory holes? Didn't they? I, I, I think it I, was the it was the, the it was New York Department of oh, Health Health right. put that out. Yeah, but but we had we had kind of posited that information already. Um, I would say that we broke the news that maybe a glory hole would be the best way to get intimacy without having face to face contact. But then a glory but then hole you, is not intimacy. That's not intimate. <laughs> That's the least intimate thing you can do. Well, also it's not safe because you have to go to a dirty bookstore and put your mouth up against a hole that. 20 other people have had their mouths up against. Well, maybe that's a business. I mean, we could do a clean, we could find a clean plexiglass. No one's using, set up a bunch of walls, drill holes in them, and then sell admission to come into our clean, safe space, keep the people on the each side of the wall, and then they could do that. That's a good this, business. This business sounds about as good as that food truck you were going to open in the Castro. I was going to open a food truck in the Castro? Yeah, we talked about it. I forget. Because we were always bemoaning the fact there was no good late night food. You were oh, gonna, that's true. You, you were going to open a food truck and have Christian work and, and make the food. This That's how long ago this was. We know he would have run away with my money. Yeah, or he would have eaten all the food. By the way, um, but, did you know this? Did you know that he would eat all the food? <laughs> See, <laughs> so you're the shady one, not me. Um, did you know I went down to the Castro today to mail my mother's birthday card? And did you know that the sex shops are open? Oh, yeah. Wait, can we go back to the fact that you had to go to the Castro to mail your card? Don't you have stamps? Yeah. 
But why did you have to go to the caster to mail your card? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to put it into a mailbox. There's there's no outgoing mail uh, in, in your mail slot at home. I have tried to leave it. The mailman just leaves it in there. Every time I've left outgoing mail to go out, the mailman has just left it in there. Like I've heard the stories. Mark, uh, Mark, do you, do you feel like this story is not passing the sniff test? Yeah, it stinks. It smells it like stinks. That, it smells like that poop we tried to stomp exactly. down the drain. I think. Wait, what? I, what? <laughs> Why I would I make that up? Because there has got to be a mailbox closer to you than Walker. Walking down to the Castro. It's okay though. He he wanted to check out the scene. There's There's one. There is one at the bodega up the street Mm -hmm. from me. However, Uh before I went to the cat, I never said I walked down to the Castro. I said I went to the Castro. Can you can you can you play back the tape, Mark? Okay. Yeah. Before I went, before (laughs) I went to the Castro, Mm -hmm. I also did something I haven't done since. Very early March. I went to Trader Joe's because there's usually a huge line at all the Trader Joe's. And I said, I'm going to go and see if at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, maybe there's nobody in there. And there was no line, nobody there. I was so happy. So that's the first time I've been to Trader Joe's in four months. So on my way home, that's when I stopped in the Castro. And Colonel Gaddafi, if you'll let me finish my story. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. How how many cases of two buck chuck did you get at Trader Joe's? Ugh, listen, I'm not a snob about a lot of things, but I don't like cheap wine. You know that. You know, Osmond and I stopped talking for a year over <laughs> Menage a Trois because I told him to bring cheap wine to my house and he was so offended. He didn't talk to me for a year. Wow, that's friendship. It really is. Okay, well, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. So I stopped to mail the letter at the post office to drop it in the thing. And when I was driving down 18th Street, I saw, does your mother know, said a big sign that said open. And just so happenstance, is that the right word? I am very low on lube right now. Mm-hmm. So... I decided to go to the other one, Phantom, because, and I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this because I don't know what the big hullabaloo is about it, but I like gun oil, but most places in the Castro don't sell it. And I heard there's some kind of gay thing. Like, is there something gay thing with gun oil? Uh, Yeah, gays break out if they use it, I guess. I don't know. I haven't heard that. No, I mean... I, I don't know. I heard that nobody in the Castro sells it because they are anti-gay. But how could a lube company be anti-gay? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't know the whole story. But only Phantom sells gun oil in the Castro. So I had to go there to get my gigantic bottle, which I'll send you the picture. And I, I bought two of them. Two. I spent $180 on lube today. How do you go through so much lube if you're not breaking your quarantine? Is it, are you are you bathing it's, in it? What are you doing? It, it's called edging. I like to edge. You go through that much lube? On, with, your penis is only three inches big. 
Yeah, but it needs a lot of lubrication. <laughs> There's not, no such thing as too much lube, Greg. I did a quick search. I didn't find anything about gun oil being anti-gay, but I did find an article that said Walmart accidentally stocks gun counter with gun oil anal Oh, that did happen once. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So we'll have to ask our listeners, what are we missing about gun oil? I like the water-based version. See, I like – see, I don't like water-based lube. I like spit. Is that bad? Oh, my God, Hecklina. That's You're, bad, huh? You mm. hardly do penetration anyway. That's true. I mean, at your age. <laughs> well, it's a, lot, it's a lot of work at my age, too. You have to, I mean, you got to get ready. I mean, Yeah, it's a lot of work at any age. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's just not worth it. And that's the other thing. It's like breaking quarantine to have sex. A lot of times it's just like, let me just get this over with myself because – who really, it's a lot of work. It's just it's, a lot. Yeah. And the best thing you can do during this time, it is a lot of work. Just get the white out. I totally support all of your masturbation because it's just too risky. It's not worth it having, I mean, let's face it. How long do you have sex for? Two minutes? So it's like, how is it worth it for two minutes of pleasure? Well, it's funny because I was telling these girls the other day that I was like, I don't know how these people have these marathon sex sessions. I have no interest in them. 20 minutes would be my max. And that's if it's like, okay, five minutes of kissing, five minutes of sucking, five minutes of rimming, five minutes of penetration. Wow. Then that's it. And it's I'm, usually I'm not really even. I would <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I'm really turned on by your calendar. <laughs> you're so you're so regimented. I mean, I do, am. You, do you set the little timer? I do. I have a little egg timer that I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have one of those sand things, those hourglass things. When it ends, flip it. Okay, uh, now it's time for me to get on my knees. All right, now sit on my face. All okay, right, now stick it in. Now, mm-hmm. now. The get last the timer out. is you've got five minutes to get out of my house. That's why you, that's why they call you Mr. Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand how people can have sex for hours and hours. I mean, unless I guess maybe they're on drugs or something. How yeah. do people do that stuff? It's drugs. It, it, yeah. it is drugs, yeah. Yeah, but there are some bottoms, Heclina, that like to be effed for long periods of time. Really? I, I think when I was younger, I liked it for a long period. Now I'm kind of like, get it out, get it out. Yeah. You know, after after like 30 or 40 minutes, I'm like, get it out, get it out, please. That's the funny thing about bottoming. You're just like, oh my God, just put it in, stick it in. Oh my God, yes, yes, get it out! It's like, <laughs> 20 seconds later, it's like as soon as we get in, you're like, already, come already! Now, why is it that whenever I talk to you, this conversation degenerates into poop and sex and all that stuff? Why I don't is no? It it is horrible, isn't it? And it's it, and it all and, and I mean, I was actually talking about mailing my mom's birthday card. And we, <laughs> <laughs> this is how far off track we got. I guess so. Well, uh, so let's let's talk about your mom. What's up with your mom, Ginger? What's up well, with Ginger? Sort of going crazy. It is her birthday on Friday, so everybody wish her a happy or actually Saturday. Oh, that's um, why you sent a birthday card. The, oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, Rose Nyland. I'm listening. I'm listening. 
Um, but she's kind of going crazy because they really are stuck at home again because Texas is starting to shut a lot of the crap down. So they don't really go anywhere other than Walmart. They go to Walmart and the grocery store. And it kind of sucks there because at least here we can go outside and walk around a little bit. But there it's like 105 degrees every day. Who wants to go outside? So is this the first time? Isn't this the first time Texas has locked down? Uh, no, they locked out. Well, a lot of the counties locked down. Um, and then they opened up pretty aggressively. They were one of the ones like Arizona, Florida. They opened the bars and they opened restaurants. I mean, they were really stupid about it. And then, of course, Houston is like the new hotbed mm-hmm. of uh, Corona. So then they started shutting everything down again. So, I mean, she lives somewhere where there are hardly any cases because it's very rural. Mm-hmm. So I don't worry too much about them. Um, and shockingly, my dad, who's a total Trumpian, when I talked to him the other day, he was very pro mask and very much like, I don't see what the big deal is. It's, you know, who cares, blah, blah, blah. And I was shocked by that. That is shocking. Yeah. I noticed a lot of my relatives who they're not all conservative, but they definitely live in a conservative place and. Uh, they're taking it very seriously, wearing their masks, staying home, encouraging everybody to do so. So it kind of makes you wonder, like, is the hubbub like really just this like really nuts minority, really outspoken, nutty minority? Or is a lot of the stuff we see on social media, is it more like generated by the Russians like back in the during the election time when there was so much fake social media being created? Like, well, what, what do people really think? The, I mean, the truth is our president has not unified the country by giving a clear message to people. And there were pictures of a mask burning thing in Boise today, you know, like a, a bunch of people gathering together to burn all these masks. And Yeah, but know, are they like is, astroturfing? Are they like paid protesters to be there oh, to just right, make a right. statement? Or are yeah, this, they, is that what the real sentiment? Like it's kind of hard to tell at this point. That, I, guess, I guess you're right. I don't know. I don't know, but I guess he did come out and tweet today that, that you should wear a mask. Who Finally. did? Trump. Oh, did he? Finally, today. Oh, it's too little too late. Sorry, I'm still not going to vote for him, Greg. <laughs> are, are you sure you can't be convinced? <laughs> well, I was going to, but this whole mask thing, it kind of turned me against him. Well, I mean, in all honesty, we really need to get this election. We need to get Biden elected, and we need to get this over with. Because Ruth Bader Ginsburg cannot hold on much longer. I mean, we are asking a lot from this poor woman. And she is, I feel in my heart, she is staying alive to for a purpose, for us to stay on that court so he does not appoint another nutso conservative so she's doing her part now we have to do ours yes we're we're gonna be screwed if we get trump and we'll be less screwed with biden things things won't be great but we'll be less screwed for sure we'll be fine don't be a super liberal crazy person no i'm I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying trump didn't invent all these problems he just exacerbated them go ahead and look up go ahead and look up uh exacerbate greg i'll wait (laughs) 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 well no it's like it's like it's like all these people are like you know there's it's racism we got to get rid of trump i'm sorry racism was there before trump but 
He's not, you know, he's obviously fanning the flames and all that stuff and whatever. But yeah, we have. Well, I mean, I'm most concerned about the Supreme Court because they make decisions that affect really, really affect our lives down the line. So the more conservatives you get on the spring, uh, the Supreme Court, the worse off we're going to be. That's my concern. For a long time. But it's also true that, you know, the president has galvanized people in a way that they're more united in looking at these issues and more willing to take them on just their personal biases, but also organizing against systemic issues. So that that's something that could benefit us. And we're not going to be able to make a lot of headway in another Trump administration. We could definitely make headway in a Biden administration if we all we got to keep at it. You know, whatever our personal beliefs are that we're organizing around right now. Now, we got to keep at it into the next administration. True, and you know what? You know what I've found because I've lived long enough now to to know that whenever there's oh, yeah, a I'm sorry. Helen Keller could have seen that joke coming, but um, but listen, I've noticed that whenever there's a Republican president, and whenever things are getting, you know, that activism really activism really does become a big thing during the during both Bush administrations, during Reagan, whenever there's a Republican in office, people are galvanized to fight. So things became a bit complacent during Obama. So hopefully um, they don't become complacent again under Biden. Well, That's- I do think we all sort of, I know I did. When I thought when Obama was elected, I was just like, okay, the world is now at peace. There's no more racism. People aren't, you know, finally we've turned the corner. All the racists are old and they're going to die. And you know what I mean? And then, of course. But, but guess what, Greg? There was still racism. Did you know that? No, I didn't, but I learned yeah. quickly. Maybe Actually, it's the, maybe it's the case that people become complacent when the economy is good, and that's not going to fucking happen. So, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that yeah, it's true. There's, I mean, there's so many things to react against with Trump. It's well, as long as I have money, I'm not going to worry about anything. Else. <laughs> that's a great attitude. I love it. You know what, Greg? You, yeah, I totally agree. I got mine. I got mine. Everybody else can. And just go to hell, right? That's that's really good. That's the American way right there. Listen, if I can make money, I can pay taxes. And then those taxes can go to help other people. So allow me to continue to make my money, and that's how I'm helping. It's other called people. trickle down economics, Greg. There you go. Yeah, it, it's not out? real. It's that's not real. Very, it's very wise. It's very wise. Seems okay. real when all that money's coming out of my paycheck. Well, could you just tip this podcast when you get off of here, please? Uh, well, you want me to be on it, and you want me to tip it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You should uh, you should give out the uh, the websites where people can donate again. Oh, don't worry, uh, we will. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Let me well, get my okay. Venmo account. My Venmo mm. is. Uh, <clears throat> so, Greg, we're about to wrap up, but I want here's the most important question of the entire podcast so far. Yeah. Tell tell me review. Give me your review of my wheel meals on heels delivery this last week. I have never seen such an inspired performance in my entire life. <laughs> I thought it was pretty ballsy. You did, uh, you did Dolly, right? Well, yeah, but the thing is, I showed up to to Greg's house, and he immediately said, "You don't have to perform; it's okay." Oh, well, it just seemed a little. I mean, I've known Hecklina now for more than a decade. I think we've become friends finally. Yeah. Um, she, 
I don't know. I mean, I felt sort of bad for you that you had to go and do the same thing. What'd you do? 10 deliveries? So then you had to go and like do the same performance. You you were doing other songs too for other people or was it just the same one? I gave them three options. They could do, it, it was Dolly, Total Eclipse of the Heart or Shirley Bassey. And everybody, this is very disheartening. Everybody was like, who's Shirley Bassey? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. It's well, really the only crazy. reason the only reason I knew Shirley Bassey was because of Matthew Martin, but mm-hmm. um, uh, but I, I mean, I said, you know, let me have a little bit of performance. So you did like half a song, and then I told you, okay, fine, you know, chill out. No, did, you didn't say that. You said, please stop, please heckling me. <laughs> did you feel a little bit like you were getting a lap dance, Greg? <laughs> no, because a lap dance would have taken effort. <laughs> I'm sorry, but she was dancing on your fucking deck and heels. We, he knows there, there, there were tremors. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've seen Heclena, you know, set herself on fire. This was definitely not one of those moments where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was definitely. I was kind of phoning it in. I'll, I'll be honest. So well, you look good. Yeah. How many did you do? Like 10, 10 deliveries? Uh, actually I did nine because somebody had paid for two deliveries. So there was 10 deliveries total that I signed up for. Somebody bought two and they expected two songs. And I was like, honey, it doesn't work that way. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, peace. Well, I didn't, I did it. You know, obviously I did it for you and I did it for Darcy to help Oasis, but I, I I did have a minor complaint, but I don't know if I should say it. I don't know if go I'm ahead. Oh, definitely do. Go ahead, I go ahead. Pretty shady. Well, so you order the food, right? Mm-hmm. So the food. Can I say? Can I give numbers? Numbers. What do you mean? Oh, you, oh, like you mean the price? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so the price of the like it was a packet, like a you know, like it was my friend Sandra came over, so we had it was a dinner for two. So it was two entrees, two desserts, and two cocktails for $95. I think that's perfectly reasonable. That's fine. Then to have Heclina bring it to you and do the performance, that was $40, which I assume goes to Oasis. Yes. So that was fine. Okay. That's a donation I'm making. But do you know how much the delivery fee was? Thirty-five. $35 for the delivery fee. Well, it's a pandemic. So, well, no, let me let me just say in my in, in Oasis's defense, I said I'm not going to go do a delivery for 20 bucks. Like so out of that $35, it's $15 for the you know gas or whatever, and $20 goes to the drag queen. But I said, I'm so so if you don't order Heclina, your delivery fee is the drag queen and like the Uber price or whatever it would cost for a, a, you know, a cab to deliver your food. But I said, I'm not going to do it for 20 bucks. Raise my rate up. So so you're just paying the extra 40 bucks to have me. Doesn't that sound sound wonderful? You know what we're going to do next time? What? I'll just... Buy your dinner, have you pick it up. Like, I'll buy dinner for two, you'll pick it up and deliver it to my house, and we'll eat here together. And that'll be cheaper. 
<laughs> Didn't you just say that you were rich? Why are you trying to do this cheaply? My God. No, you said I was rich. I never said I was rich. Mark, please roll back the tape. Roll in. <laughs> you okay. love to roll back the tape. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was more uh, more than happy. Now that I know that the money went to the drag queen, because I know you guys... Now that I know what the delivery fee was for, I will not bitch. I, oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Since, thank I, you. since I know. Now, $15 for gas. Now, that's a little outrageous. I mean, come uh, on. Well, it's true. It's true. But whatever. You're rich. <laughs> so, did you? Ha- I heard you had a lot of deliveries in my neighborhood, so I must have a lot of rich neighbors. Was there anybody cute that you delivered to that I might need to know? Yes. There were some cute, uh, cute guys up in Mira Loma, which is um, – you know, Glen Park area. Yeah. And, uh, and th- th- they were driving, they, they had a Tesla and they had, you know, they, yeah. well, because they, they weren't there when I showed up and I was like, I was ringing the doorbell. I'm like, oh, I guess they're not here. And then the doorbell talked to me. The the door, they, they, I, said, I they had a ring doorbell. Yeah. They said, they said, we see you. We're on the way. We're running 10 minutes late. I was like, oh, what? I was like, I, so I had to stand there for <laughs> 10 minutes and wait for them to show up in their Tesla. Now they were very rich. So they gave me a lot of money as a tip, which, um, okay. That made well, you, okay. You, now that was going to be my next question. Uh, did people tip you? Because then I, Sandra and I realized after you left, we did not, we weren't even thinking. And then we felt bad. Well, please, you don't. You guys don't have to tip me. I paid for dinner the other night. You know, it's like you know. One that's hand the first the- time in ten years you bought me dinner. Shut up! I bought which you was very nice. Before. I do appreciate it. Like, but Starbucks. here's a funny story before. <laughs> here's a funny story before we do go about Heclina. So we mm-hmm. order the dinner. She Uh-oh. does pay for it. I did not have Heclina buy my drinks because I didn't want to be greedy. So she bought the dinner. I bought my own drinks and Sanders drinks or whatever. Then Heclina says, well, I'm going to get uh, this butter cake for dessert. And I said, okay, well, I'm getting more drinks. Cause you know, I was waiting. I'd already, that was one martini deep. I was like, why well, I might as well get a few more. So I said, I'll just pay for your, I'll pay for the dessert. And she was like, okay, but I want to take this home. I don't want to split it with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, fine. We'll get two desserts, one to split and one for you to take home. (laughs) Okay. In my my defense, that dessert for me was like my martini. I wanted to savor it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? That's fair. I, I can't enjoy a martini. True. So I, That's fair. So I drank that butter cake. Yeah, it was the butter cake that you didn't want to share with us. It was very, very good. It was very good. Yes. Of course, I felt and I felt guilty immediately afterwards. Well, yeah, when you probably because you had eaten the dessert here, had dinner here, and you probably went home and ate it in bed at midnight. No, no, I had it the next day for breakfast with your coffee. That sounds good, actually. A butter cake with coffee. It was delicious, but um. But enough about all that. I think we have to wrap up, Mark. What do you think? I think we got some good stuff. Well, should we, right. ask, well, should we ask Greg? Greg, is there anything else you'd like to, to tell us about your life right now? I would just love to give my Instagram if anybody wants to follow me. Yes, please. That Greg 997. That Greg 997. Also, 
And Heclina, you're going to be a part of this, not this week, but I think we're going to book you for next week or the week after. Benny and I are going to start doing Facebook Lives every Tuesday and Thursday from the 99.7 Now Facebook page, so you can follow that. And then Benny and I will be live every Tuesday and Thursday. And Heclina, I look forward to to you joining us on that in the coming weeks. Well, I leave for Iceland on the 31st, so hopefully it's next week. Perfect. Um, we'll do it before you leave. And if not, I can do it in Iceland, but it'll be like 11, 11 p.m. my time whenever when, when we're doing it. So, Do they have internet there? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> okay. They have better internet than us. <laughs> they have better everything than us. Yeah, they don't have any corona cases. Exactly. That's All why right, I'm I can't thank you enough, Greg. Uh, well, oh, and, wait, hold on, hold on. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Hecklina. Subscribe to the show, like us, rate us. Please tip us in the tip jar at the at the Drag Time with Hecklina website. Tell anybody you can about Drag Time with Hecklina and join the Patreon for Drag Time with Hecklina. Once again, thank you, Greg Sherrill. This thank was so you, wonderful. Greg. Thank you, and thank you for getting everyone to hate me now, for, for getting me to say Aww. mean things about people, Hecklina. Well, I mean, it's payback for all those years of the podcast. That's true. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean whatever I said. I can't even remember. This is the first time I've done this completely sober, too, by the way. So you're welcome. <laughs> well, that's that's probably why you were a little bit off. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, and you can always listen to us live every weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Big Bay mornings. 99.7 on your radio dial or download the 99.7 Now app or on TuneIn. Thank you.